Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the Battery Street Studios of KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Tuesday, October 12th. Yesterday, at gatherings across the Bay Area, like this one at Yerba Buena Gardens in downtown San Francisco, celebrations of Indigenous Peoples Day. The city declared three years ago Indigenous Peoples Day here in the site and uh, the area, probably some of the most brutal treatment of Indigenous peoples. This year, President Joe Biden became the first president to recognize the long-standing Christopher Columbus Day holiday as Indigenous Peoples Day, although the day still carries both titles. South Dakota was the first state to recognize the day as Indigenous Peoples Day back in 1989. And right here in the Bay, Berkeley and Santa Cruz followed suit shortly thereafter. And in 2018, San Francisco made the change. My KCBS radio colleague Mallory Somera and I spent the afternoon at Yerba Buena Gardens taking in the sights and speaking with attendees and performers. From onlookers lounging in the green grass and sunshine in the audience to the performers, many came from near and far to celebrate with their native and indigenous brothers and sisters. My name is Daryl Three Irons. I'm from the Crow of Nation from Montana, Crow Agency, Montana and I'm a chicken dancer. Others had a little shorter commute than Daryl's. Mishmin Tuhis, Conracott Canyon, Coyote Woman, Sayers Roots. <laughs> and that is Canyon with a K, K-A-N-Y-O-N, and Coyote Woman, Sayers Roots, S-A-Y-E-R-S hyphen R-O-O-D-S. I identify as a Mutsun Ohlone California native two-spirit community member, of which my ancestral homelands are down by Hollister. I am daughter of tribal chairwoman Anne Marie Sayers of the Indian Canyon Mutsun Band of Costanoan Ohlone people. And for most, the celebration was right here at home. Lisa Maldonado. I am a mix of Apache, Arapaho, and Sioux. Lisa and her partner Ed Terry are from Oakland. Well, we went to uh, Alcatraz for the sunrise ceremony and came out here to be with our native brothers and sisters. How was it at Alcatraz this morning? I saw the first ferry left at like 4.15, so I mean, you had to yeah, be up Yeah, we were on that first ferry. We were you on were on the, the first one? Yeah. What's it mean to be able to come out and, like you said, be surrounded and, by, uh, celebrate with your Justice, native brothers and sisters? Uh, good medicine. Good medicine, good people. Just a feeling of home. That medicine, the connection, with their native brothers and sisters was the reason to celebrate together 
This is Amaya. It's definitely an honor to have been able to been a part of, you know, and welcome here in Mohaloni territory, you know, to know that, you know, so many peoples have come together, you know, to really remember our ancestors, you know, to really lay down that medicine because we all carry it. You, me, Makanem, we all carry medicine and we bring that when we when we come to places like this. And Yapapaday calls us to be in places like this. Creator calls us to be here. So there's a reason for that, you know. And as a mother, I think first and foremost for my children, you know, that we too can pave a way for them to be able to come here in years to come, you know, so that that carries on, you know, that good medicine carries on. And to know kind of coming back from the island, you know, I was very fortunate to have been able to stomp with the Round Valley Feather Dancers. I myself, I'm a dancer, you know, and, and it is such an honor to know that I could lay down my medicine along with everybody else and not stay there. And to really think about the people that came before me who left theirs also. But gathering to see friends with whom you share a special bond was only part of why gathering was so important. It's a message we heard throughout the day. Again, here's Mishmin. Today I have an educational booth where I simultaneously am offering mini zines that are available on my website for free as handouts, as educational materials to help people learn about indigenous protocol, what does it mean to acknowledge the native lands that we are on, and I also have designed a coloring book in my ancestral language of which just helps remind people that language might be dormant, never say it is dead, because that continues cultural erasure and that language matters. The connection with history, both the spiritual and ancestral connection, as well as the history of the unique pain and suffering that indigenous individuals in America have suffered. Mishmin says the two must be connected so that history can inform the present and the future. Gathering to pay respects to that history. Gathering to pay respect to that history and celebrate the survivors and their culture. That's what Indigenous Peoples Day is all about. Native peoples have been drastically and deeply impacted by settler colonialism, of which our education systems have done us a disservice in regards to honoring truth and history. To me, we need to honor the past to shape the future. So by acknowledging and recognizing indigenous protocol is one step towards going towards the future of recognizing how our actions and words impact not only ourselves but the next seven generations and how it impacts our community. And when I say community, I say that beyond our human to human relatives. We need to include the green relatives, we need to include plant relatives and animals and all these other beings that are sa recognize sacred living systems and our obligation to be good stewards of the land and how we are in community together. And that means honoring truth and history to learn how we got here. The traditional performances through song and dance carry on the memory and legacy of those who came before, those who faced unimaginable tragedy, terror, and hardship. But they also carry on the traditions and culture for today's generation and tomorrow's. You heard from Daryl a few minutes ago. He's from the Crow Onondaga Nation in Montana. To see Daryl and his group of performers in person, it's a truly breathtaking, beautiful sight. Head to toe in traditional dress, covered in beads of every color imaginable, elaborate feathers, touched with bells. All of it combines to bring their performance to life. To see it in person was beyond impressive. I've been chicken dancing for about 20 years now. Wow. But before I was a crow dancer, so I learned from a young age, about five years old. So today I'm 
my age is 50 years old, so I'm still dancing today with my grandson. My grandson's here with me. We came for the powwows here, so we're having a good time and came to give everybody a good show today. That's amazing. So yeah. did you guys come all the way from Montana? Yep, we drove 23 hours away. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Welcome to San Francisco. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so your, is your grandson performing with you? Yep. He's the traditional dancer right there. What, the one? The small one? Yeah, right the there. small one right yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, that's who you're taking yeah. pictures of, I see. Yeah. And tell me a little bit about uh, Perry Chicken Chick Dancer. Perry Chicken Dancer mocks a Perry Chicken. And uh, he's, how they, remember how in the a, in a, in a wild, they go and show off in front of the, the hens, the ladies. And they come back and they show off and move their feet. And okay. that's how we dance like that and go, you know, do we dress the best we can and you know, all and I dance the best we can and for the ladies. I'm just kidding yeah. about that. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. the audience, you know. Sure. Uh, what, and, and what is the significance of that in your tribe and your culture? My tribe is uh, my crow. Uh, my tribe is crow, and the dance originated from from uh, back in the uh, 1900s or whatever, back 1800s. It was called a different kitschka. Mm -hmm. It means hairy chicken, but uh, Canada. Canada they have, we have some people that moved to Canada back in the day, so they took it up there too. So they had they claimed it too. So uh, the Blackfoot tribes. So oh, that's, that's really cool. Yep. So have you? Obviously, you're coming from uh, Montana to San Francisco for this year's Indigenous Peoples Day. Where else uh, have you been able to travel and perform? Oh, we danced all over uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota. Me and my grandson go all over. This is our about the 15th powwow this year. This year yep. already? Wow, yep. that's great. Yeah, we, uh, we go home on weekdays, and now we have to go back home again for going to school, so <laughs> you can't miss too much school. Yeah, Most important too. thing is education. Yeah, you can always dance after education, you know? Yeah, you've got to go. You've got a performance to get to. Thank you so much for your time. We'll enjoy the rest of your time in San Francisco, and happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, uh, thank you for having us, inviting us here. You yeah, back. You back. Beyond performance, cultural practices were also on display. Mallory spotted a big red teepee being constructed and caught up with the woman in charge. I'm Tayana. Tayana. Yes. And the name is Norm. Norm. And remind me which uh, group or which... Way of the Sacred Mountain. Way of the Sacred Mountain. Yeah, so we're prayer runners too. Okay. So we're kind of a three... We have the the uh, Red Teepee Healing Project. Then um, I'm a prayer runner, so we offer prayers and... Our, you know, vision is to offer that good medicine to our youth, right? So that they don't, ha they learn how to, they learn how to recover from this trauma before it starts taking on bad expression in their life, and they find other ways. So returning them to the land, teaching them to run, how to run in a good way, and honor those prayers. I, I think any time that we honor our ancestors and that we are being, um, and we're gathering as a people. Um, from all different tribal nations, from all different territories. I think uh, it, it's medicine for us. And so in that, in, that, in that time that we get to share, in, in Alcatraz this morning, we all stood together and watched the sun come into the sky and rise. And, and, and it, it's, it's very symbolic of who we are and, and our resilience despite um, the historic, historic traumas that we've endured and, and through from settler <laughs> colonialism, from first contact. My partner Norm had a vision and, and uh, 
and and they cre he created the Red Healing Teepee Lodge, and in that it became medicine for the community. It's much bigger than this. It's it's got 18 foot poles and it's 12 foot high. So I guess you weren't at Alcatraz, but it was up today. So those poles traveled all the way from um, Los Angeles to here, and we really wanted these two teepees to be together. The red teepee, um, the red teepee is for the missing and murdered indigenous women. And it, it, it's, it gives visibility to, um, to a, a crisis that literally the media has rendered us invisible. Not just the media, but judicial system, um, law enforcement agencies, federal agencies, local agencies. These healing lodges allow the families who have lost a loved one to come and offer their handprint and on the Red T Healing Lodge. And, and it's a very emotional ceremony. I mean, there's been times where like 40 hands at a ceremony went up on the lodge and it's a, um, it's a time of who we are is not, not so much an intellectual people, but we live in a certain way. We have practices that make our life present to feel what we need to feel to heal. So that's what the Red Teepees Healing Lodge is about. Thanks to my colleague Mallory Samara and to everyone at yesterday's Indigenous Peoples Day celebration for your hospitality and for sharing so much with us. And thank you for listening. Subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.